2: Good afternoon, my conscious co-creators. Welcome to another edition of the Conscious Consultant Hour Awakening Humanity. I am very, very pleased that you are all here with me, with us today. This wonderful third day of spring in New York City where the trees are covered with snow. Somehow it doesn't quite feel like spring just yet, does it? No, not quite yet. Well, I'm glad you're with me. We have an amazing, wonderful show in store for you. I have a beautiful guest in studio with me today with an amazing story, and you'll get to hear all about that momentarily. But first, of course, we have to start off with our quotes of the day from the universe and from Abraham. Let's see what the universe and Abraham have in store for us today first from the universe never underestimate the immense import- importance of someone's birthday to that same someone on that very day it's like really really huge especially when you appreciate that they chose it probably a million years ago surrounded by the wisest of the wise s- uh sacred Sacred to pieces by rumors of tigers, volcanoes, and cough medicine. Yet encouraged, nevertheless, by tales of romance, adventure, and you. Really? No, really. Thanks, the universe. (laughs) We love our quotes from Mike Dooley in the universe. Chiding us on a little bit. You know what, I think this one is a real message for me today about the importance of our birthdays and, and how we tend to choose it because... This year, my birthday was last month. I wasn't in a real birthday-celebrating kind of mood. Um, It really was, uh, I don't know, for some reason this year, uh, my birthday, just. I just didn't feel like celebrating. I really wasn't quite into it. I mean, usually I am. I love to have a big party, get everyone together, but I just wasn't feeling it this year. And so um, I think it's important to remember that, like, birthdays are special days and a lot a lot can be revealed to us about ourselves by researching all kinds of things about birthdays so first there's your astrological chart you know where do you fall now we all know oh what zodiac sign are you and that's just your your sun sign It's much more complex. There's so much more involved with it. You know, astrology is a a very complex study of the positions of the planets and constellations and where they are and the meanings and the archetypes behind those planets. It really is a, a much deeper study than most people realize. So there's astrology. There's also a system called human design, which is like a combination of astrology and I Ching and something else. I don't know what, um, but a very fascinating one which can reveal other stuff to you. And there are several other um systems that all research based on your birthdays actually right here we have stacked up we use them all the time these wonderful uh, books called the secret language of destiny and the secret secret sec, secret language of birthdays yeah, i'm in trouble uh speaking today uh by gary uh goldschneider and juiced which is a couple of books that a friend of mine gave to me years ago Ooh, thanks for the love on the live stream um years ago and uh, uh they're really amazing amazing books that surprisingly uh reveal quite a lot about you so i highly recommend them again all of this It's not to predict anything. It's not to say like, okay, your birthday's on this day, so this and that and this and that are going to happen to you throughout your life. No. It's more about understanding ourselves. It's more about you know, looking at it as an opportunity to see where are our challenges, where are our strengths, where are things we need to work on, you know, where are aspects of ourselves we need to lean into. So please don't take these things as like, you know, carved in stone. They're not. They're merely systems to help to reveal to us things about ourselves that probably when we hear it, we're going to say, Oh yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Oh yeah, actually, that's true. So it's not like some huge surprise, but it's just reminding us and holding up a mirror to us, like, hey, you know, think about this. What about this? So, so yeah, it's not magic. Um, but it is mysterious, so I highly recommend these things. Thank you for the universe for a reminder of how important our birthdays are. Um, Oh, and a big shout-out to my Facebook live stream. getting lots of love on the Facebook. Thank you so much. Linda Bonet. Oh, I haven't seen you forever, Linda. Thank you. Hi. Uh, Linda, Dennis, Dino, thank you so much. Ooh, and uh, Dennis says... Internal data is there for our evolution and spiritual development and understanding. Yes, Dennis, I agree with you. It's all information to help us on our path and to help us grow. Okay, let's see now uh, what Abraham has to say for us today. The universe does not know if the vibration you are offering is because of what you are imagining or because of what you are observing. In either case, it is responding. Where emotion comes in is that emotion is your guidance or your response to your vibration. Your emotion does not create. Emotion is your indicator of what you are already creating as you think you vibrate. And it is your vibrational offering that equals your point of attraction. So it's always a match. What you are thinking and what is coming back to you is always a vibrational match. The emotion, your guidance system, is telling you what's coming. Abraham. Hmm. Really interesting quote today from Abraham, kind of talking about the difference between emotion and vibration. And sort of the importance of it. You know, some people think that like, oh, um, my emotion is like how I create. My emotion is 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 what attracts things to me. And what Abraham is saying is, no, it's actually your vibration, which comes about before your emotion actually happens. And that your emotion is a response to your vibration, or let's just say your energy. Um, a friend of mine loves to say that, um, our emotions are our ability to sense energy. And so when we feel a certain way, when we're happy, when we're sad, when we're joyful, it's really a response to the the, the energy that we're feeling or we're putting out. And And what I say to many of my clients is that 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 response comes from what are we happen to be focusing on in that moment. So if we're focusing on things that uplift us, that inspire us, that, that make us feel that anything is possible, then our vibration is very light. And then our emotions are going to also be very light. They're going to be joyful, happy, wonderful kinds of emotions that just make us feel good. And then that's what the universe responds to you, you know they say that when you set an intention or when you do a visualization, you always need to do it in the positive manner because the universe doesn't know the word not it's like if you say well i I, I want a relationship but I don't want a relationship with a guy who's abusive, right the universe doesn't hear not because you're focusing on this concept of someone being abusive and that's what you're going to attract to you. Instead, if your intention is more I want a relationship with somebody who's heart-centered and giving and <coughs> excuse me. And 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 supportive like, that's what the image you form in your mind, and that's what the universe is going to respond to. So so when you, when you think about your intention in terms of images, that's when all of a sudden it makes sense that there's no not, because there's like no big red circle with a line through it, you know, not sign, you know, from the universe. Our, our mind thinks in terms of images. The images that we form from our intentions, these are the things that sort of, we put out into the world, into the universe in terms of our energy, and that's what responds back to us. So it may sound a little bit woo-woo, but actually, you know, think about it. Look at it. The, the energy that we bring forth into our offices, into meetings, into our relationships, right? The other person can feel in some ways how you're feeling. And if they're feeling how you're feeling, they're going to respond that way. So if they know you're in a good mood, suddenly they smile. If they can feel like you're upset or you're angry, suddenly that conversation is not going to be, go quite the same. So really, it's really important to, to, to get this idea that, that our energy And again, I'm not talking about. Well, I am uh, the you know the spiritual kind of energy, but I'm not talking about something that's uh, ungrounded. I'm not talking about something that that's so abstract and theoretical. I'm talking about really how do we feel? What is the energy that your body, that your mind, that your heart, that your soul is generating uh, on a moment to moment basis? So that energy i mean people can feel it i mean come on guys you you've known it you, you've walked into a room sometimes i'm sure you've had this experience where before you walked into that room two people were arguing and then you walked into the room and you're like ooh, the energy is really tense here and you really felt it but but you didn't hear them arguing they were arguing before you got into the room yet somehow you enter the room you could feel it you could feel that energy it's in the air Okay, so so this is something real. This is something tangible. Yes, maybe you can't, uh, you know, know, put your arms around it. You can't hug it, 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 but it's real. real. Okay, we're good to go. Just to thank you for indulging us for a quick second. Just a little technical issue we got there. Okay, anyway, so energy, very, very important. That's our vibration. Anytime you hear Abraham or these quotes or me talk about vibration, just think in terms of of your energy, your feeling. And feeling is different from emotion. Hope you guys got this. Anyway, two great, wonderful, tremendous, huge quotes from the universe and from Abraham. I hope you guys enjoyed it. Oh, we got some more comments on the Facebook live stream from Dennis, <laughs> who says, what we focus on, we become similar to and connected with, and it looks like a little infinity sign. Woo-woo is a good thing when used for clearing and grounded in true reality, not unreality – Projected by outside negative energies. Yes. Thank you so much, Dennis. Appreciate that. And also welcome to the live stream, Sheila and Felicia. Thank you for joining us. All right. It's time for us to take our first break. When we come back, I'm going to introduce our lovely guest, whom you can see already on the live stream. And we'll bring her on and uh, we'll get into our topic for today. So everyone, please stay tuned. You're listening to the Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity. And we'll be right back after these messages.
0: You're listening to the Talking Alternative Network. Are you stuck in a rat? Negative thoughts, feelings, and conversations got you down? Hi, I'm Noreen Sumter, The Potentiator. Tune in every Tuesday, 9 to 10 Eastern Time, and listen for new ideas on my show, Beyond Potential, Live Life Your Way, on talkradio.nyc.
1: 24 hours a day.
2: Welcome back to the Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity. My guest this hour, let me introduce her. Her name is Rana Zia, a wonderful name. And and she is a corporate financial executive turned spiritual and self-help author. Okay, this is a woman, this is a grounded woman um, who has... Discovered something new in her life. She has spent her career holding executive level leadership roles in large retail companies, including the position of chief financial officer. She is no slouch. She has spent over 15 years developing leaders and teams to maximize their abilities and achieve their professional goals in the corporate world. Her passion for personal and leadership development and an intense desire to discover her own purpose and potential led her down an unexpected path of self realization and spirituality rana's journey into self-discovery opened her up to a greater understanding of her direct connection and influence over her reality her realizations and personal experiences compelled her to write the book right here if you can see on the facebook live stream uh your Hidden Light, a personal guide to creating your desired life in order to share with others which she believes is the most direct and efficient path to a- achieving your desires and living a life of happiness, continued growth, and fulfillment. Welcome to the Conscious Consultant Hour, Aran. I appreciate you taking the time to come out to be here today. Oh,
3: well, thank you for having me here.
2: Uh, it's wonderful. So, now, y- 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 you guys listening and, and seeing, like, this is somebody... I mean, I'm really fascinated by your journey because sometimes, you know, I talk to people about sort of this quote-unquote woo-woo stuff Mm -hmm. and they think like, oh, that's for like, you know, leftover hippies and yoga teachers and like, you know, no, CEOs, CFOs, uh, you know, they're, they're not interested in that kind of stuff. Yeah. But But you come from that world very much so. So I'm curious, like, what was it that sort of got you to, to, to sort of go from that sort of very typical corporate business C-suite level to somebody who would write a book called Your Hidden Life.
3: <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, I'll tell you a little bit about my journey. Um, you know, as you mentioned, I had been in corporate finance my entire career, I mean, up until very recently. And it was actually in 2012. Um, I was living out in San Francisco And all of a sudden, everything that I had actually desired to happen, happened for me. I wanted to move to the New York area. I wanted to become um, a chief financial officer of an apparel retail company. Um, And all these things happened much sooner than I thought they would happen. Okay. And it seemed almost um, unbelievable to me. Mm -hmm. It was the perfect job. It was the perfect opportunity. It was exactly what I wanted. Right. in that moment in my heart, I knew I created it. I knew oh. there was something that I did internally mm-hmm. that created this in my life, but I wasn't quite sure how I did it. How
2: you did it. So it's just kind of like you just had this intuitive sense, this intuitive knowing, uh, but you, you couldn't do like this step-by-step, step. Yeah. oh, well, I did this and that and this and yeah.
3: that. Yeah, yeah. And, and at that moment, too, I was so, so grateful for what I was getting. But at the same time, I thought to myself, okay, if I can actually create this, what else can I create? Mm. So that began my journey. And honestly, it started off as a very sort of materialistic journey, right? Mm-hmm. It, it's, okay, I want to manifest the next evolution of my career right. what should I be doing what can I be doing I know I should be doing something else but I right. had no idea what it was right. so I ended up during that's when I started my path of reading all these self-help books you ah. know, I read the books okay. um, I you know went on retreats and I was getting Bits and pieces of information that really resonated with me from all right. different sources, right. um, and all these sources—if I said them, you would probably know who you know know what they are. I mean, you quoted sure. Abraham, right? right? I, I'm very familiar with Abraham. And so, what was happening to me is I was gaining these profound pieces of wisdom that mm-hmm. I nobody ever told me before. Ah. Um, and me being a finance person and analytical person, I right. love to connect the dots, and I love right. to. Synthesize and make it really easy. I'm the type of right. person who's like, just tell me the answer, just tell me the answer. Right, bottom
2: line, bottom line. Bottom line, line exactly, yeah. <laughs> right? Like, give me the bottom
3: line. I don't have time. time right? Right. I don't have time to read 500 pages or 300 pages. So, you know, as I was going through this journey for myself, I was thinking I needed to synthesize mm. all these really profound pieces of wisdom right. in one place that was really easy for me to retain and understand and go to as a reference. So as I sort of, that sort of percolated in my mind of, okay, maybe I'm writing a book, right? Uh Which was uh, very foreign, right? (laughs) I I, I, I spent my entire career on the math side, right? On finance, I was not the writer. So, you know, I was a little bit um, confused by this sort of inner... Calling to write a book. Right. You know, I didn't believe I could write a book. Right. Um, but based on all these learnings, right, we know that you can only do something if you believe it.
2: Right, right. right. So, so I just want to clarify something for our, our Facebook viewers and yes. for our listeners now. Rana Zia, not a normal, you know, American name. Yeah. You're, obviously your ancestry is, I'm going to guess Indian. I'm not quite sure northern or southern Indian.
3: Mm-hmm. Yes, I'm my family, my parents are immigrants from India from mm-hmm. that's uh south central India.
2: South central yeah. India. Yeah. Are are they practicing Hindus?
3: They're not Hindus, they're Muslims.
2: Muslims, yeah. excuse me. Yeah. Um, um
3: yeah, and they are um of the faith that mm-hmm. we grew up in um, in islam right. so yeah you know this book you know where i talk about you know the main part of this book actually when i was writing it was meant to be the steps of how do you manifest right right, right. and things that you talk about right. like people should know this information they should know that their thoughts create right? right and the power of their feelings the power of their words but there was also something um that I knew that I needed to write in the book, which was why were we able, why are we able to do this,
2: which is that
3: spiritual component.
2: Right, exactly. But I wanted to bring up this point of your background. So you were brought up Muslim, but uh, I mean, as an adult, I mean, uh, do you practice? Do you pray five times a day? Do you believe in that stuff? Or were you just kind of like poo-poo? No, this is nonsense.
3: Yeah. No, I wasn't poo-poo, this is nonsense, right? I, I believe, actually, in all religions and mm-hmm. in all faiths. Um, I also, from a very young age, I believe that we all believe the same thing, right? We, ah, we all yes. um, believe in love. We all believe in doing good, serving others. So I believed that all the faiths were very similar.
2: Right. Um, so yeah, I mean, at the core and very yeah, hard. I mean, pretty yeah. much. All of the, the great books that the, the main religions are based on, they all say the same thing at their very heart and core.
3: Absolutely. And I would say even as a young child, I want to prove it to myself. So I was actually looking for those books that were you know, biased in the sense that they were trying to create that theme between uh. all religions to show, you know, to show readers that we all are all connected and all very similar
2: right 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 okay wonderful wonderful okay so you started on this journey now you're married
3: i am i'm married i have two children
2: and you have two children mm-hmm. so when you started on this path of so what did your family think about all this because they probably used to have experiencing you one way yeah and now you're starting to shift and change what was that like
3: yeah and, you know and this is all very recently i i think so what happened to me in 2016 Um, my, uh, company restructured and Uh I lost my job.
2: Uh Oh, Okay. So
3: that was a big thing. Now in my heart, I absolutely knew I manifested it Uh and I was like, oh my gosh, I'm getting a year off and I was Mm -hmm. paid severance Mm -hmm. and I'm, I've been given the gift of time to write the book. Mm -hmm. Right. So in my mind, I looked at it as I need to take this time off. Right. Right. Now my husband had no idea what was going on in my head.
2: <laughs> so a little bit he, surprised. Yeah, exactly. So
3: he of course, like everybody around me, assumed okay, Ronna would go back and, you know, get right. another finance job. So that year, you know, the year of twenty sixteen going into twenty seventeen was a huge year of change for our family. Oh. Um tell you I couldn't articulate verbally what I was going through and where I wanted to go I was trying to follow my heart so nothing made sense to anybody Mm. you know my parents didn't know what I was doing my husband completely confused it was
2: like where's my wife and what did you do with her yeah
3: yeah (laughs) and you know I was going through my own transformation and I couldn't help him because he was going through his own um but the the wonderful thing is that You know, as I started to write the book, bring people, bring him into into the material, and Mm -hmm. this material, honestly, Mm -hmm. he had no idea. You know, he's not like you, and like a lot of people listening, had no idea of these concepts. So it's been really amazing watching somebody who has never been exposed to these concepts read and start to practice. And that's really kind of helped us, like, kind of come back together as a family unit. Wonderful, amazing,
2: wonderful. So, is that really like who this book is written for? It's written for the person who really doesn't know anything about spirituality and manifestation and all that kinds of stuff. Yeah
3: yeah it really is you know somebody asked me the question you know if i could go back to my younger self Mm -hmm. what advice would i give my younger self Uh and i said i wrote the book and this book (laughs) is what i would give my younger self and say it's Ah, here it's here it's all here
2: ah cool cool (laughs) wonderful wonderful okay so um and and when did you complete the book
3: It was published in November of 2017, so pretty recent. very
2: recent. Um, And uh, people can get it online and on Amazon and places Uh, like that?
3: Absolutely. You can buy it on Amazon.com. You can buy it on Barnes & Noble. You can get it on iBooks. Um, and I also have a website where you can learn more about the book and a lot of the resources um, that inspired me, and that's www.yourhiddenlight.com.
2: Wonderful, which is the name of the book, Your Hidden Light. Yeah. Okay, wonderful. So you know what? I want to get into you know, more about the book itself and a little bit also of the process of you writing the book, but we're going to take a quick break first. and And so when we come back, let's just talk a little bit about um, you know, sort of how this information sort of flowed through you onto the paper yeah. and then like what, what some of the content a little bit about the book is, okay?
3: Okay, sounds great.
2: Wonderful. And so, of course, if anybody on the Facebook live stream, if you have questions or comments, please continue to comment. If you could, you know, share the live stream, uh, I really appreciate it. And uh, I look forward to, to talking more with my guest, Rana Zia, about her book, Your Hidden Light. After these messages, we'll be right back.
0: You're listening to the Talking Alternative Network. Are you into comics, movies, and pop culture at large? What about music and TV? Then you're in for a treat... host of the Web Design and Technology Coach. Join me and my guests every Tuesday from 8 to 9 p.m. as we discuss the latest in web design, social media marketing, search engine optimization, and technology. We also discuss popular topics, including WordPress, making money online, better Google rankings, and more. Every month, we also feature the best unsigned music from around the world, right here on talkradio.nyc.
2: Welcome back, my conscious co-creators. This is the Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity. We do this every Thursday live, 12 noon Eastern to 1 p.m. right here on talkradio.nyc. And uh, as uh, my loyal fans on Facebook know, also on our Facebook live stream. So, Rana, you you started, you had this calling. You, You got laid off, which was an amazing gift you you had the time to sort of work on this book um how did this information i mean you studied a lot obviously you said you read several books you did into seminars workshops some sort of all kinds of stuff um how did this information of what you created i mean is this stuff that you sort of synthesized from what other people taught or is this information something that just sort of came through you when you just sat down and started to write
3: yeah i would say it's um mainly the second thing that you said that it pretty much came through now all of this was actually a process for me like I Mm -hmm. said I started my journey of exploration in 2012 and a lot of it was just connecting things back into my life that Mm. that really worked Um, and so by the time I got laid off in 2016 right was four years later Uh, and at that point I'd already spent about two years working or maybe a year and a half working on this belief um, that I could actually write a book. Oh. So when the timing was right, right, mm-hmm. it's, it's that's when I believed I got laid off. Now, mm. let's be clear. I knew it was a gift, but I also am human, and my <laughs> ego, uh, you know, it was hard. It was hard on my ego. So I, I felt all those feelings that people feel when they get right, laid off. I felt right. a lot of fear,
1: right.
3: um, you know, the fear, the rejection, all of that. Uh, and I t- but what I did is I took all that energy to say, don't let that distract you, right? This isn't now your time to write the book. Right. Um, and I would say about six weeks. It took me about six weeks to get myself together after sure, that. Sure. And at that moment, I kind of declared out to the universe, you know, I am a writer. Not just the universe, my husband, too. <laughs> More like, importantly, yeah, because... forget the universe, the husband. <laughs> the it's husband like... Yeah, Because he was I'm like, you writer. are not a writer. Right. And at that moment, literally, it clicked in me. And I said, I am.
1: Mm. And
3: at that moment, I started to write. And okay. I didn't stop. I literally, it was like going to work every day. I woke up and got dressed and wrote for eight hours every single day for two months. And wow. I didn't stop. Now, I could have really gotten stuck by going back and doing the typical Rana at work, like editing every sentence right. and trying to make things perfect. But I knew I'd never get it done. Right. I just knew I needed to let it flow.
1: Mm.
3: And, you know, for for those of you who understand, right, when you feel connected to to a certain energy, right? And you feel in the flow, I felt a powerful energy with me mm. um, this whole time. Mm. And so I was literally writing the way I needed to receive the information. This is literally the style of book that I needed. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, we talked about before right. give me the information. I want it direct. Right. You know, I don't need a whole bunch of fluff. Just give right. it to me. I was writing it um, how I wanted to receive it. And so it came out and I didn't stop, I didn't edit it. I just went completely. Wow. Um, and finished it in two months. And then after that, I did the edit process and I got an editor, right?
2: Right, right so. gotcha. So, uh, it, you know, again, w- w- what's nice to hear is, right, a lot of people think just because you're on a spiritual path or you're aware or awake that you don't, have doubts you don't have fears you know oh well you you believe all that woo woo stuff so what are you worried about but you know we're human beings right we do have real fears and like the loss of a job in some ways can be like a loss of an identity and so it does take some time to actually process that yeah and you took the time to process that event in your life before you step forward to okay now this is sort of my next step but you took the time to really go through what you needed to go through around losing your job.
3: Yeah. And I will say that I continue to go through it throughout the process, right, throughout the year. Because, like you said, it is a loss of identity, right? Yeah. It is. It's a huge thing. Um, and so I felt like there was one side of me that was dying. Right. And then the other side of me that needed to to rebirth. And I couldn't not start this book but when I but I took that energy right all the fears that came up Mm -hmm. you know every day initially then maybe once a week and then it comes up in a month those fears that come up like are you crazy what are you doing (laughs) right
2: right. (laughs) Um,
3: I had to I had to practice what I was writing which was you know fears are going to paralyze you you will never break through to what you want to do if you let fears stop you so when you feel that energy coming up into your body how did I you know, what do I need to do to take that energy and to transform it into something that helps
2: right. me? Right. So, so you were actually using what you were writing in the process of Absolutely. writing the book. Absolutely. See, I was lucky. Awesome. I yeah. was lucky, right? Because
3: <laughs> <laughs> what I was doing was what I needed to do. To do.
2: Right. right. Exactly. And just to, to give the audience some ideas, like here are t- titles of some of the chapters, not all, but some of the chapters of the books. Your Inner World Creates Your Outer World um the use of speech the power of feelings how to create everything is a choice choose your story ooh we got to get into that question reality and test your power so so you've learned right the importance of feeling right mm-hmm. and and how much feeling impacts what's going on around us
3: yeah yeah absolutely you know in the book i actually just spend some time on four different emotions, right? I okay. talk about fear. Okay. Um, I talk about jealousy, ah. um, gratitude, and love. Ah. So two on the low, right, and two on the high. Gotcha. Uh, because for me, in my experience, these, if you know, if you learn these, if you learn how these energies operate, mm-hmm. you can really put all four of them to your benefit.
2: Mm-hmm. Right, absolutely. Okay, so let's just start with your inner world, create your outer world. I mean, this is something... Uh, you know, in in the spiritual movement, people say all the time, we've heard it lots. um, But what does that really mean to you?
3: Yeah, yeah. Um, You're right. You know, there are certain things and certain quotes out there where it's like, okay, yeah, of course, it's a spiritual thing, right? I only wrote it when I experienced it, Mm. right? And what it means to me is that I know because I've experienced that my thoughts, my beliefs, my emotions create my physical reality. And so I give um specific stories about how my world is my mirror and is reflecting back to me what I'm thinking. And I talk about um a story of when I knew I wanted to do something different than be, mm-hmm. uh, you know, in the corporate world, fi- world yeah. doing finance. Um, but at the same time, I was unsure. Mm-hmm. So I went on interviews mm-hmm. and I was interviewing with a company that, you know, to me was reflecting a lot of my new you know, values. Like they meditated okay. in this company. Oh. They really highly valued purpose or a purpose driven company and they cared oh. about your personal purpose. Right. And cool. I was in the middle of like trying to figure out my purpose. I was meditating, I was doing all these things. And I'm like, wow, for a retail company, this mm-hmm. is highly unusual, right?
2: Yeah.
3: And then there was the other part of me saying, but this is the same job, right? Yeah. So I was confused, ah.
2: and my whole
3: process of interviewing with this company, which took about four months, which is very long, wow. um, I, it was confusing to me. It's like sure. I would go in and say, I love it, then I'd go back and say, I don't.
2: Right. And I was, I was like, why is this happening to me? Why can't this process
3: just end? It's ah. taking too long. And then I realized the world is giving me confusion. Because I was confused, and I needed Ah, to get clear. I needed to get clear. So in that moment, I said, "Rana, what do you really want? And I said, I did not want this. I did not want this. And literally, the next day, I got the call saying, I did not get the job. Now, I believe I created that, right?
2: Right, right. Right, So, so you really believe we create our reality, right? I do, yeah. Now, I know for some people, that's a very hard concept to accept because... That means we didn't just create the good stuff, we created the not-so-good stuff, too. Yeah. Why is that so difficult for people to accept?
3: Well, I think it's hard for them to accept it until they actually see it a different way, right? Mm. Until they experience it for themselves. Um, You know... I'm not. The book isn't really meant to to preach to people that this is it. This is mm-hmm. this is how it works. Mm-hmm. It really is to say, look at these ideas a little bit differently and test it in your okay. life. And for me, you know, if someone just came up to me and said, you know, Rana, you've created all these things that you don't like in your life. You're responsible for it. And without me really processing and experiencing it myself, I wouldn't mm-hmm. listen to it. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't listen to it. Mm-hmm. You know, it's only when you become aware that this potentially can can be a truth, mm-hmm. that once you have that awareness, you may then experience one moment or one thing that you know irritates you that you can connect back to a mm. thought that you had. And then you can make a connection yourself and say, wait a minute, okay, maybe, maybe I did create that, right, right? right? So I think it's like little moments and awareness will help you see, is, is, is this something that's true for you? Right. And then when it does, but the thing is when it does become a truth for you, you're completely empowered. Yes, Because at absolutely. that point, you know that you can create good things in your life and you can prevent yourself mm-hmm. from going down a path of creating something that doesn't serve you.
2: Right, right, exactly, exactly. Um, I'm curious, like as you were writing this book, were you sharing it with any friends, I mean your family? Like what kinds of reaction did you get from people as you started to share some of the concepts that are in this book?
3: Yeah, I only shared it with one friend. Oh, yeah. only one! I know, Must be right? a very special <laughs> friend. <laughs> yeah, I thank I thanked her in the acknowledgments, and one friend, and then my editor. Okay. Um. So I did take uh, a big leap because typically when people you know write a book, they're probably getting a lot of feedback from different right. people. Um. I didn't want to do that because this this book I knew came directly from my heart, okay. uh, and I had a professional who was going to edit it. Um you know, or help me in terms of the, the structure. And then I just put it out there. Hmm. And it really wasn't until it went out there that people had the opportunity to read the book. Ah. So uh, I did go through a period of time of fear and anxiety sure. uh, that I had to manage myself. Um, but since it's been out there, honestly, it's been getting a lot of really great feedback. Wonderful. Um, and what I love is that, you know, it I am able to reach certain friends um, and people who really aren't familiar with these concepts. concepts right. And that to me is is really exciting. It's yeah. like bringing people on the journey. And if they can have tools and strategies that help make their life even better, then right. it's fantastic.
2: Was there anything that as you were writing the book that just kind of came through you that surprised you when it came up? And you were like, oh, wow, okay. And then you put it in the book and then you like tested it or worked with it and you're like, oh, wow, that it really is true.
3: Yeah, I would say all of chapter two. So all of cha- chapter two. <laughs> Who you are. Who you are. Okay. Uh, chapter two is the most spiritual part of the book.
2: Oh, really? Yeah,
3: because chapter two really is about why we're able to create in our lives. And it really is about the fact that we are connected to everything, including mm. the creator that creates everything. Right. And that we are divine and we have a piece of that within us. And that is why we can create. It is the most spiritual part. And at the moment I was writing this, right. I'll be honest, I wasn't fully there. I wasn't uh, fully there. I I knew the pro- Oh, yeah. Like, I knew the <laughs> process, right? A finance person. Right. Give me the process. I'll follow the process. The process worked for me. I created amazing things, right? Right. Now, when I got to the why, I was like, this is very different than how... I was conditioned to believe. Mm-hmm. But I knew in my heart that I needed to go in the book. And I would say I'm there now. I'm absolutely there now. Right. Um, and, and but it took some time to overcome some time. that conditioning. It did, yeah. Yeah,
2: yeah. yeah. Beautiful, beautiful. Okay, um, believe it or not, it's time for us to take our last commercial break of the show. Uh, <laughs> we'll, so we're going to come back. We're going to talk a little bit more about some of the stuff in the book. And then uh, we'll uh, let people know how they can find you. And uh, yes, a continuous shout out to some of our new viewers on the Facebook live stream. Welcome, Michael. Welcome, Elaine. Great to have you here. And of course, anybody on the Facebook live stream, if you want to ask a question, just type it right into the comment section of the video. If you guys are enjoying this interview, please feel free to share it so your friends can enjoy it with you. If anyone wants to call in, the call in number is 877-480-4120. And we will be right back after these messages.
0: You are listening to the Talking Alternative Network.
2: Are you a conscious co creator? Are you on a quest to raise your vibration and your consciousness?
1: Are you feeling unhappy with your body, shape, or size? Ever feel out of control with food? I'm Elizabeth from Nourish the Soul, and on the show you will uncover the root to these imbalances and discover a permanent solution to having a healthy relationship to food and your body. Join us every Thursday morning at 11 a.m. Eastern Time on talkradio.nyc.
0: TalkingAlternative.com
2: Welcome back to the Conscious Consultant Hour Awakening Humanity. My guest this hour has been Rana Zia, author of the book, Your Hidden Light, uh, a personal guide to creating your desired life. And again, I I really appreciate Rana and having her on because she did come, like myself, in a way, from a very business background. You know, a lot of my listeners know that you know I I was on a very spiritual path. I got very far away from it, and I was just about entrepreneurship, making money, and then only in the last probably fifteen years, kind of the universe wiggled me back into into this path again slowly. So it's always. I always like connecting with people who, like, come from a very sort of grounded, serious, you know, uh, uh, business place. But then somehow the world just kind of moves and and shifts around. Um, So one of the chapters in your book is question reality. (laughs) What do you mean by question reality?
3: question reality right it is meant um this chapter is really meant to kind of stretch your mind a bit Mm -hmm. uh, because when you sort of delve into this world of manifesting in your life right creating in your life what i discovered was that everything seen in this physical world the origin of it is in the unseen, the spiritual world, right? right? So that's what, you know, when you talk about spirituality, right, that's what people are like, oh, woo woo, and all, all of that. But I looked at it very practically to say, how is this created? And it comes from here. And if it mm. comes from here, then we need to, meaning the spiritual realm, the unseen realm, right. and that we have internal tools and resources to tap into that realm, right. to shape it, right. in order for it to create it makes you think about the world a bit differently. Right, Right, exactly. And and so that's where question reality comes from. It it tries to push your mind to to think about this world in a very different light. Mm. Think about it in terms of, you know, when you dream at night. You know, is it are we in a in, are we in a waking dream, right? <laughs> right, right, right. Are we in the matrix, right? Everybody's familiar right. with that movie. Yes, right?
2: yes, are exactly. Are we in a virtual reality? Are we a butterfly dreaming we're a person or a person dreaming yeah. we're a butterfly? <laughs>
3: yeah. And and it's really just a challenge, right? It's fun. Like I think those kind of challenges are fun to stretch your mind to think of possibilities. And when you right. open your mind up, to new pieces of information. You may be really surprised in what you get back. You'll get right. back pieces of information that actually help improve your life.
2: Right. Exactly. And ultimately, like that's what all this is about is about living a better life you know being more empowered being more actualized as human beings because we are here with these physical bodies right we we've got them this is how we experience life it's about experiencing life to the best of our ability
3: yeah yeah absolutely and it is i feel like it is slowly becoming more mainstream because yes. even in the corporate world there's a lot of leaders and executives who have been open about they have a meditation practice. Practice,
2: Yes, absolutely. Right.
3: So this is all very connected. It's all real, real stuff that helps us achieve anything we want in our lives.
2: Right. Wonderful. Wonderful. You know, I'm curious, as you went through and wrote this book, did anything that come up for you, like, leave you with questions that you didn't have before you started writing the book?
3: I would say the only thing that left me with some processing to do, like I said, was more of the spiritual aspect of the book. Um, And really, you know, I needed the time to really see, okay, does does this actually ring true to me? Which is that we are, you know, we are, I know we're all spiritual beings and we all have souls, Mm -hmm. um, but the idea that we are connected to a God energy, a source energy, that we are directly connected to that, and that's where our power comes from. Because it was so different from what I thought, took time, and so I spent more time actually reading more about Ah, that post writing the book, and and practicing actually, you know, practicing things. You know, I'm sure you've heard of just saying "I am, I am, I am." Um and going on my walks every morning with my dog and saying, Okay, now what does this do for me? <laughs> you know, how do right. I feel? Um, is it connecting, right? It's all about what really connects with you, yeah. what really makes you feel empowered. Right. I think that's really the most important.
2: Absolutely. Absolutely. Wonderful. Wonderful. Um so you also have a resources section here. What kind of resources do you have for your readers?
3: Yeah, the resources are really a list of books um, that okay. I found really valuable along my journey. And it's not just books that I read prior to writing the book. I'm continuing to update it. Right. Um, so it's a place that people can go to to see you know, what have other authors written on the, the subject.
2: Wonderful, wonderful. Uh, I'm curious, uh, what comes next for Rana? I mean, uh, are, is there another book in the works, you think? Are there workshops? like Now that you've written this and this body of work is now out there, what do you do next?
3: Yeah, you know, this book is pretty fresh and it, it's pretty new. So I'm spending a lot of time actually with the book. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I really believe in the value of it just because, I, like I said, it's just knowledge that people should know. Right. Um. So I'm, I'm spending a lot of time just talking with people, you know, like yourselves right. um, about the book. Right. And as far as future books, I do believe that they will be for future books. Okay. Um. I feel, you know, it makes me feel really good to be able to – take this type of information and put it together in a way that could be easily understood by people. Mm -hmm. Um, And I love um, being able to help others and support others in their journeys wherever they are.
2: So Beautiful, beautiful. Have you gotten any negative feedback about this book in the process?
3: I don't think I've gotten direct negative feedback. And not to say I won't get it because you know what, there's positive and negative in everything, right? And I look at negative as like, yeah okay (laughs) it's just an opportunity for something great but i have it's very interesting because the initial readers of the book right are family friends right and so everyone's going to say something nice but you can tell when they just don't get it
2: yeah and you
3: ask them how did you like it and they don't want to say
2: anything bad but they give you the uh yeah
1: Mm. it's
2: it was, right. right. it was interesting, you know. When you get interesting, you know you're in trouble. Yeah, exactly. Um, what about uh, positive feedback? Have you heard like any stories from people about how this really affected them in a in a good way?
3: Yeah, uh, definitely. You know i i I've gotten some, and some of them were just the people who reviewed it on Amazon. Mm-hmm. Um, and what I love to hear was that people really. Looked at it as just profound wisdom coming through in a very easy to read manner. Ah. Uh, People like the fact that this book is like 150 pages.
2: Yeah, it's a very thin book. You know, if you guys can see, you know, very quick read.
3: Yeah, it's a quick read, but there's a lot of sort of powerful content in it, Mm -hmm. and it makes it a very easy sort of reference manual. Mm. And I love the fact that people are responding to it that way because that really was my intent. It was really meant to be just this this guide Um, and I love how people are responding to things that they've they haven't thought of before it's uh, like how, thinking about fear differently um or even really connecting with like i have one esoteric story in in the book which is about changing the weather right i right. put it in there knowing that <laughs> it's probably a little crazy what's the right. you know
2: talking to storms right? yeah
3: right but then it's interesting because i've had people come out and say i believe that i've done it mm-hmm. you know and it, it and that makes me feel a little better because i was putting it out there like
2: yeah. You know, I, I, are yeah. they
3: going to now just think I'm crazy?
2: Right. Yeah. No, I, I had a, a spiritual teacher before that I remember when one of the hurricanes was uh, pretty severe, hurricanes was coming through and going to hit, I, I guess, the Caribbean islands. This is way before Sandy. And, and before Irene, um, that we did sort of like a group meditation and prayer trying to connect to the spirit behind this storm, and it ended up at the last minute like veering away. Actually, I think it was, it was going to hit Haiti, and it, it veered away at the last minute. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. so yes, I've, I've had people uh, <laughs> actually practice that. So um, once again, uh, where can people uh, find out more about the book and get in touch with you if they like?
3: Yeah, so... You know, you can go directly to the website to learn more about the book. Um, it's www.yourhiddenlight.com, which is the title of the book. Mm-hmm. The book's available on Amazon. It's available on barnesandnobles.com. iBooks, I download everything on my iPad, ah, so, okay. you know, it's it's there too.
2: I like physical books that I can hold and read. And any events coming? Any book signings? Any things you want to yeah, let the audience yeah. know about?
3: yeah. Um, so just a couple of things I'm excited about next next Tuesday, which is it's not open to the public, but oh. uh, my book is being used at a course on happiness at a business school up at Suffol- oh, Suffolk University. Yeah. Wonderful. yeah, so the professor um, is using my book as part of required reading, which is very nice. exciting. Um, and I'll be speaking to the class next Tuesday. And then I have a book signing up in Montreal, so if there's anybody up in Ooh, Canada. <laughs> yes,
2: we have listeners in Canada, yeah, absolutely. Yeah,
3: so in Montreal at the Chapters Bookstore, I have details on my website because okay. I, I don't have the address um, uh, and Around
2: what date? What month? Um,
3: April 7th, I'm April sorry. 7th. Yeah, April 7th. Okay. April 7th, which is a Saturday. Um, and for anybody local in New York City, um, mm-hmm. I'm putting together uh, a talk and book signing Um, right here in the city on Wednesday, April 18th, it's going to be at the, uh, Microsoft flagship store on fifth Avenue. Yeah. yeah. So I'll have details on my website for that too, but that's going to be in the evening.
2: Wonderful. Wonderful. So everybody go to your hidden com. get all the details. Do you have like a newsletter or something for people can sign up for?
3: Yeah. If you just, um, you know, plug in your email address, then Mm -hmm. I'll be sending you information. Um, Of anything that's happening Wonderful,
2: wonderful. Yeah. So I highly recommend this book as like, you know, for all my my spiritual peeps out there who have people who are not spiritual, who you want like an easy way to kind of introduce them to some of the concepts that you and I, you know, live with every day. This is a great book. And just tell them, hey, this is a book written by a former CFO. (laughs) That'll get them in, you know? So like, you know, you have relatives, business partners, anybody who you want to just in a very... Unassuming way, introduce them to the concepts. A great book to do it with. Thank you so much, Rana, for taking the time to come in today. It was a pleasure having you in studio. Always appreciate that over uh, having people call in, though. You know, we always have callers call in too. And thank you all, um, uh, uh, Vincent and Jonathan. Also, thanks for tuning in on the Facebook live stream. I appreciate you all um, for tuning in. Um, uh, Next week, uh, my guest is. Adam Lamb, another wonderful, interesting person. I think that's going to be a phone interview. I think Adam's in another part of the country. Um, So thank you all for tuning in. It's been great chatting with you. Um, look on Facebook for more stuff coming up. Check out my YouTube channel. we got lots of our old videos up on YouTube. Um, just search for The Conscious Consultant Hour. Go to SoundCloud. Our wonderful interns here, Sophie. And I want to thank all my interns, Sophie, Allison, and Susumu, um, for really pitching in and helping out the station. Invaluable help. Can't do it without you guys. Thank you so much. Thank you all for listening. We will talk to you next week.
0: Tune in every Tuesday, 9 to 10 Eastern Time, and listen for new ideas on my show, Beyond Potential, Live Life Your Way, on talkradio.nyc.
1: Are you feeling unhappy with your body, shape, or size? Ever feel out of control with food? I'm Elizabeth from Nourish the Soul, and on the show, you will uncover the root to these imbalances and discover a permanent solution to having a healthy relationship to food and your body. Join us every Thursday morning at 11 a.m. Eastern Time on talkradio.nyc. <laughs> at www.talkingalternative.com Now, broadcasting 24 hours a day, Talking Alternative.
2: Are you a conscious co-creator? Are you on a quest to raise your vibration and your consciousness?
0: Listening to the Talking Alternative Network.
2: Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or Mc Crispy Sandwich.